Good morning this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. And we have been looking at the nature of the Lamb. In other words, they overcame Him, talking about Satan and uh, His power, by the blood of the Lamb. They overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb. doesn't say by the blood of a lion or by the blood of... But it's a Lamb. So we have to understand the characteristic and the nature of of a lamb. We've already seen the nature of the the dragon, of the serpent, of the devil, of Satan himself. We've seen how he uses lies and deceptions and affliction and persecutions and all these things uh, as wiles, uh, attacks, flaming darts. He accuses us day and night. He is a liar. He's a murderer. He's a thief. He uses deception and slander and offense and pride and circumstances to come against our lives. Stress, fear, worry, depression, doubt, discouragement. He wants to frustrate our plans, wants to frustrate anything we start. He wants to bring us back into bondage, divide and confuse us. But, but that's the nature of the dragon. That's the nature of Satan. The nature of the lamb is very different. The nature of the lamb is He is holy. He's without blemish. He does not resist. There was no resistance uh, in him uh, as he was led as a lamb to the slaughter uh, when he was taken to the cross. Uh, Lambs don't have any sort of defense uh, in themselves, so they are dependent totally and completely on the shepherd. The lamb uh, is empowered by the dove. He is strengthened by... Uh, He has the strength of the eagles. He's not like other birds. Uh, When we use the birds, the eagle, and when we use the dove in relationship to the lamb, it's very different than when we see birds used in the scripture. In the parables of the sower sows a seed, those birds are representative of evil spirits. The birds come and eat the seeds. Those birds represent the the work of the enemy in our lives. And interestingly enough, when you do a little comparison between Psalm 102 and Psalm 103, you find that birds are mentioned in Psalm 102 and uh, the eagle is mentioned in Psalm 103. The, The Psalms, both of them actually, are showing us the power and the capability to be able to endure And to overcome, Uh, it's not within our strength, it's not within our ability of ourselves, but it is totally and completely dependent upon God. In fact, the more that we are broken, the more that is revealed of Jesus through us. According to Psalm 51, verse 16 and 17, it says, For thou desirest not sacrifice, or else I would give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offerings. Psalm uh, 51 verse 17. The sacrifices of God are, notice, plural, sacrifices, not the sacrifice. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. Remember in in the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus talked about blessed are those that are poor in spirit. And uh, Jesus came to bind up the brokenhearted. 
in, in other words, God is looking for an individual that is no longer self-sufficient, but is so totally dependent upon God that we reach a point where we have within ourselves no strength and no ability. We are depending upon God and looking towards God for everything in our lives. Everything. I mean everything. Nothing is left out. And when we reach that point, then we are at our weakest. When we are at our weakest point in life, that is when God is the strongest. Now, that is what's pointed out by Psalm 102. And of course, Psalm 103 shows an individual, basically, that has been empowered by God, an individual that is overcoming because he has been given the strength or his strength has been renewed like that, like that of an eagle. So let's look at some of this and we may not be able to finish it all today, but uh, some of us will be able to relate very, very closely to what Psalm 102 verse 1 onward says. A prayer of the afflicted. And affliction in the New Testament is someone that is under great pressure. It says, a prayer of the afflicted when he is overwhelmed. Of course, none of us have ever reached that place in our lives. We all understand that. He says, and poured, poureth out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline your ear unto me in the day when I call. Answer me speedily, for my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as a hearth. In other words, have you ever noticed that when you're going through trouble, it seems like time is just absolutely speeding up, and it, it, it seems like the deadline is coming up. It just came upon us so quickly. Well, here we find an individual that's pouring out his heart to God, and he says, my heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. Here is a process where an individual is being broken. An individual an individual is reaching a point in his life, look, this circumstance, this, this problem, this thing, it is just absolutely overtaking me. It's wiping me out. I don't know what to do. It says in verse number five, by reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. Seems like the individual has been fasting or has been going through some circumstances where he's not been eating. Then he compares himself to birds. It says in verse number six, I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. My enemies reproach me all the day, and they are mad against me. They, they are mad against me, are sworn against me. Now, that is Psalm 102. This is what we're looking at. But in Psalm 103, when we read it, it talks about those that depend, those that trust, those that are leaning on the Lord, the difference, the difference is that God is strengthening us as we rely and depend upon Him. 
as we look at the, the, the scripture, it shows us that this individual's strength is renewed like that of an eagle's. So we have to look at the characteristic of an eagle. Uh, we have to see what an eagle is like. In Psalm 103 and verse 5, it says, He satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. The eagle is one of, if not the strongest bird that there is. 50% of their muscles are on their wings for flight. They have uh, talents, their, their so-called claws, and their grip is so powerful that uh, one, one of the eagles, uh, they have actually measured their, 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 the strength of, of what they're capable to do. They have the strength of that of the bite and crushing bite of a lion in their feet. They're, they're able to pick up an animal that weighs as many as much as 20 pounds uh, up into the air and hold it with one, one uh, set of talents. Uh, while with the other one, they fight off a predator that's trying to take their food. Uh, an eagle will only eat that which is alive. It does not feast on dead food. Now, as we look at this, it says, He satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed. See, the inward man is renewed daily. Is renewed daily while well, he renews us like the eagles. And when we look at the eagle, they are soars. They'll fly up above the top of the storm and they'll be able to actually renew their strength while others, all, all these other birds, will actually flee and run away from the storm and or hide. But as we look at the scripture, you know, the individual in Psalm 102 identifies himself as a pelican, as an owl, and as a sparrow. But yet the individual in Psalm 103, he can be identified as an eagle that is renewed. His youth is renewed. Now, we talked a little bit about brokenness. So let's look at what gets us to that, that you, you reach a point. In, in Psalm 102, in verse number 8, it says, My enemies reproach me. Okay, none of us have been reproached. Of course not. It says, For I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping because of my indignation and thy wrath, for, the, for thou hast lifted me and cast me down. It says, My days are like a shadow that declineth, and I am withered like grass. Okay, this is the second time that he mentions grass. In Psalm 103, we're going to find the mention of grass also, as the Spirit of the Lord passes upon it, and it withereth away. Now you say, withereth away? Yes. When the wind blows upon it, it withereth away, and is no more. It says in verse number 12, But thou, O Lord, shall endure. Forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations, thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time of thy favor, uh, for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time is come. The servants, for thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. That goes to show how much they love Jerusalem or care for Jerusalem. Now, as we continue... 
it continues explaining about the individuals. It says, "For uh, So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord and the kings of the earth thy glory. In other words, we overcome once again at the end because of him. It says, When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for generations to come. People shall be created, shall uh, praise the Lord. This shall be written for the generation to come. The people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. We have been born again, created anew in the image of Christ Jesus, our Lord. For he looketh down from the heights of his sanctuary from heaven, did the Lord behold the earth. Now, it says, to hear the groaning of the prisoners, to loose those that are appointed unto death, to bring salvation all of us were appointed to death according to Hebrews 9.27. There's an appointment that has been made for each and every human being to die once and after this is the judgment. We have been loosed from the grip of death, spiritual separation, when we are born again and come to Christ. This loosening came because of what Christ has done for us. He came to destroy, to lua. That means to uh, untie the work of the enemy in our lives. Now, as we read, it says in verse number 21, uh, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdom serve the Lord. Now, here in verse number 23, it says, He weakeneth my strength in the way. He shorteneth my days. In other words, as my days go by, he weakens my strength so that he can give me his strength. The more I am broken, Jesus said, on whomsoever this stone bro uh, falls upon, uh, it shall uh, uh, break them. But whosoever stumbles upon it, he made a distinction between being broken and being uh, uh, stumbling upon the stone and having it crush you. He says, he weakeneth my strength in the way. In other words, as I live out my days, if I let him, through whatever circumstance and thing I'm going, bring me to a point of brokenness, then he can infuse his total strength where I can actually to totally say it and believe it with all my heart. The uh, uh, According to Philippians, in 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Well, there's still so much more to add to this. We'll talk about this also tomorrow in the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 7 onward, where he talked about, uh, where God tells him, uh, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us on Sunday as we continue. But until then, keep looking up. Our Redeemer and redemption draweth near. The Lord richly and fully bless you until then. Amen.